Uh, Welcome. <laughs> were you going to talk? No. No, what were you going to say? No, sure go ahead. No, no, no you, bring it out. Bring out the fucking... Do no. it. You, my friends, are welcome to Walking the Room, a pod cuddle starring Greg Barrent and Dave Anthony. Remember when we used to do it that way? We used it to go, Greg Barrent and Dave Anthony. So we had and a very, fucking people loved it, dude. We had a very low they listenership at we that had point. A, no, 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 dude. That's when we were fucking on top. You know what we are right now? We're the Titanic. <laughs> Fuck you! It's all, it doesn't end well. We hit a. We hit a. No, 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 dude. The, I, we are literally are just, we're we're about an inch away from the iceberg, and then this motherfucker goes yeah. down. It's like it's like we're like, hey, it's going kind of well on the podcast now. Let's uh, sink fucking, it. Yeah, let's, let's sink fucking it. sink let's it. Take it. Well, down. we're. No, I think we're doing a pretty good job. I think we've been. I think we've been as shitty as we've ever been. You know, if you couple. if you went down into the Titanic mm-hmm. and you found a, a small. <laughs> Air, po- oh, air pocket. This was nice. This was nice. Go, I didn't see it coming. You go. I didn't find, not fucking see this coming. You well go. Done. You go. You get your diving you gear. You, you go now. all the way down. Right. <laughs> sure. You get. Yeah. You get to the bottom. Yeah. You start exploring the Titanic. Like, oh my god, this is amazing. And there's yeah, yeah. and sure there's there's like skeletons and stuff yeah, laying yeah. around because there's they old, they they old rotted shit. Yeah, right? But they're in the water. But yeah, then yeah. You, you find this air pocket. Oh really. And you go in there, <laughs> and you and you're like, I wonder if I can breathe in here, and you, and you pop off. <laughs> oh, you pop that fucking <laughs> yeah. helmet off? Yeah, you just tear it off. And the odor of the bodies, because there are bodies in the corner that yeah. have been rotting in that little pocket yeah, of sure. air, and you basically breathe death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what it smells like? What? It smells like my balls after five days in the desert, like like out at, what's yeah. that thing called? Burning Man. Burning Man, yeah, yeah. Your balls at Burning Man. Your yeah, balls at Burning days. Man. Our show is Your Balls at Burning yeah. Man. <laughs> You're listening to Walking the Room. <laughs> You're listening to the Walking Room uh, uh, Podcasting Network. Uh, we have a total of one. We have a total of one shows, and uh, we're pretty popular. Oh, by the way, I want to throw this out there. Our, we have the, one show on the network. You mean? Yes. Look, but here's the thing: the, uh, <laughs> it's not for lack of trying. A lot of people no. brought shows ideas ideas to us. Yes, but we just turn them down. All of them. What we do is we reject people back. The whole right, reason we right started the network is so that you could come in and pitch something, and we could make you feel shitty. I want to make people shit. feel the way I felt for years. Let me tell you something. I don't know how many times that son of a bitch has brought in little big dollhouse explanations, Fuck but we that fucking guy. send that guy every time, right? We get him all excited. Yeah, he makes he does a treatment. Yeah, he comes in with a pitch. He did do a treatment, and then uh, we're gonna see that guy in a week or so. Uh, I just want to thank everyone who donated to the LA uh, Podcast Festival. We are fully funded, and uh, we we now have Greg Fitzsimmons and Ooh, the Fitz dog. And we just love this Fitz morning dog. got uh, Smodcast with Kevin Smith. So. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, fucking congratulations. So, uh, so October 12th, 13th, and 14th, it's now happening in Santa Monica. Tickets will go on sale, you know, Here's the real deal, though. Soon. Walking the room, not going to be present. <laughs> so not, I, I did not say yes. I turned it down. Uh, I'm mm. waiting uh, I'm waiting for a better offer. That's weird. For walking the room. So walking the room will not be a part of the podcast. Awkward, awkward. Uh, but, but fortunately, you were able to get uh, uh, Dude and Dude Eat Snacks. Well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> dude and Dude Eat Snacks. The, the great thing about... About what you're saying is you don't realize that I am basically the Axel Rose of this uh, venture. Right. You're the biggest and, dick. You're the biggest dick of the, uh, 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 in the group. Right. But either way, <laughs> I'll just right. I will one day also, present you with a contract you, you also, as we come you, into the you, closet. You also, make you sign it. I own the fucking thing. <laughs> And then I'll be just be doing walk in the room all alone at the goddamn podcast festival. But if you want to go out, if you want to go out like him, I'm happy to like go out like Slash. Fucking winner. Slash is fucking. I see him every day at school. He's fucking happy. He doesn't have really? to deal with you because anymore. I'm gonna be fat with extensions. Oh my god, dude, he just just fucking ridiculous. Uh, he looks like he ate Axl Rose and Slash. It's fucked up. You can be a fat rock star. It's fine, but you can't actually start out as a skinny one, right? I think it's hard, yeah. Like, if you're in the screaming trees, you're good, bro. You're good to go. Just get it up. Look, Meatloaf was always a big I gotta fella. I got to tell you something. Here, here's, the, here's the great thing about seeing the Pixies again. Frank Black's still fat. Still fat. And, and, still a big gentleman. And hasn't sold himself out. Nope. Uh, it hasn't changed enough. The thing about the Pixies, where they came back, they look exactly the same. They exactly were always, the same. They were unhealthy. Sort of odd, always unhealthy odd, people. Unhealthy looking people yeah. in knee socks. Yep. Uh, but still cool. But you can't start... Skinny and cool, if you start, and then if you and then start then pump too, up. If you if you start too hot, you're gonna like you're gonna lose. Like for yeah. instance, in this podcast, I started too hot. 
I'm way too good looking I'm for not this. Sure you, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure you understand go, what we're talking about. <laughs> into the future, I'm like, I'm as beautiful as one of the Nelson twins. Like, <laughs> I'm a gorgeous and as talented. <laughs> Yes, and <laughs> I won't even argue that. Yeah. I won't argue that because those are t- two super talented dudes. No, no, I don't think you no, know no. what I'm saying. Very talented. Thank you for the complimento. Yeah. So I met, okay, now, but here's the thing. I met somebody who clearly is uh, uh, found some sort of fountain of youth, but uh, as some of you know, I mentioned before, uh, uh, Gwen Stefani uh, and, uh, mm. and her husband have kids at our school, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I have uh, kept as far away from her as possible. Sure. I just for fear of being me in front of her. Yeah, well, I don't, I she doesn't need that agitation. Very upsetting. Right? You should I, do dre- that with most I, dre- people. I dress every day like I'm about to join her band, but you, but should, I don't. you should give that reward to almost everyone on earth. Why are you Trust just giving that me, reward yeah, to her? I don't know, but I do. But the other day she came up, I was standing with a friend of mine, Billy, and uh, uh, her and Billy are friends. And so she fucking stood next to me for a while. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, she's nice. Yeah. Fucking just dude like her skin. Yeah. You just, well, you you just, it's it's almost like this thing where you go, I just want to slit her open, peel it off and wear it for a while. That's weird. It's just because it's oh, that's just uncomfortable. Gorgeous. Did you get a um, chance to get your finger in there? <laughs> Does that mean even? <laughs> you know I what did. it means. I did, did. I did. I totally fingered. You're hearing it I, here. Uh, this is a podcast yeah, yeah. Uh, exclusive. Greg Barrett fingered Gwen Stefani. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what if I fingered her for crime she'd committed? <laughs> what if I fingered her? Well, that's what weird. If I fingered her? That's What that's if I fingered her offensive. in the Kennedy assassination? Now, that's actually offensive. Now, you, now she, you've gone. Now I've gone too far? Yeah. So, uh, but she was awesome. So uh, she uh, uh, said that their record is almost done and that um, uh, it would be out soon and she was happy with it and just fucking nice. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked about, I don't don't even remember what we talked about. I fucking didn't say a word. My wife was like, God, you just, I wish Gwen was around all the time because you just shut the fuck up. Oh, God, we should have her in the closet and just talk. Just her and me staring at it. Just all you can do is hear me sweating. That's the only part of my week last week that was uh, uh, of any note that was good. Now- I'm going to tell the story, and I fuck, look, this is not poor fucking pitiful me. I'm just telling you what happened uh, because it's, it was fucked. A couple months ago, more than that, maybe six, I was in New York City, and uh, I was doing stand-up, and Patton and I had lunch together, and Patton said, look, I've been, you know, he listens to the podcast, and he said, I fucking love the stories you and Dave tell about the talk show. I think you should write a book about that experience. You should talk about going from just being a stand-up comic and a guy that hated talk shows to yeah. the host of your own talk show. I think that's an interesting journey. So I was like, okay, I thought about it for a little while. And then I was like, Pat, look, I don't even have a fucking agent, bro. Like, I'm out of, I don't have a book agent. I don't have anyone in that world anymore. And he's like, no problem. I got a guy, my book agent, who did uh, his his book, uh, Daniel Greenberg. Give him a call. You know, maybe you guys can. So Pat and fucking... But let's, now he didn't say Daniel Greenberg. He said, "I'll have you call my Jew," which is really fucked no, up. No, 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 no. That's no. That's how you tell it when we do the Stormfront show. <laughs> so that's that's, that's from really your offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a horrible thing to say. And uh, so um, uh, that's not what he said. So <laughs> not at all. That is not what he said. We have to create a new myth of Patton. He's got to be a horrible little person. You see him on the. You didn't fucking watch the Oscars. No, I didn't. Was he on the Oscars? Yeah, he was on the Oscars. They did the. They. Uh, they had one. There was one cool thing in the Oscars where, as they would go to break, they would just have uh, famous people, big uh, iconic stars, talking about uh, what films meant oh, to I them. Oh, I You know, I saw a clip of that. Yeah, yeah. and it was good. Patton, but it was fucking. But it was. Patton literally, because because you know Patton, it's like famous, 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 your friend. Yeah. It's almost like he snuck on there. Not that I'm saying yeah. he doesn't deserve it, but it was fucking, it was great. It was yeah. it was really great. And my daughter said, oh my God, it's the other guy from the closet. <laughs> Mighty's, Mighty's, Mighty's perspective on Patton is that he's the other guy from the fucking closet. So anyway. And that's what everyone should say about so that motherfucker. This is, this is just, look, we've talked about this before. The people that, uh, in show business who fucking are on your side and the people who fucking forget you immediately, they're just. That's just show business. So anyway, Patton fucking went above and beyond the call. And I, I think I told this story before. He sent the uh, the book agent a little blurb about what he thought the book should be about. And then he sent him a video clip of me on the talk show, just to say, for point of reference. Oh, God, was it the... It was the one... So, my, my, so when the agent calls me, he goes, yeah, it was a clip of you looking at pussies. <laughs> and I said, What? <laughs> And I said, can we do, I, I don't know if we told this so story before. I, I, I said, that I sounds said, like the podcast. And I said, I said, can we do a vaginal rejuvenation show? And he goes, what did you think I said? And I, I said, you just said, look at pussies. He goes, no, you were looking in purses. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, that's worse. 
so that's oh. what sold Daniel on this idea. So Daniel likes the idea. So Wait, you were just looking at purses? There was a day where we went through people's purses, yes. I mean, how, how what did you the not... fuck, dude? Thank God dude. there wasn't a gun in one of those purses. No, I would put it in your fucking mouth. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Baboosh! Oh, my God. Dude, one of the purses was so big, I'm pretty sure I wanted to just get inside of it. <laughs> so I... And one of the pussies was that big, too. We did a day... I also did think, you ever... We mo- did do a day when we looked inside people's pussies and we found their purses. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when we found those purses in that woman's pussy? <laughs> Don't you remember? We'd always do like a, hey, at the end of the show, we're going to have a big surprise. And they'd be like, what is it? You'd be like, look in your pussy. And they pull out like a new everybody, suit or something really great. Would, everybody would look in their pussy. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, you guys. Like Tyra would have people look at her. Oprah would have people look you under look the look chair. We'd be like, look, at your pussy. look inside your pussy. And then they'd all wig and they'd pull out a prize. Oh, my God. It's a new purse. Like really good stuff. We just knew how to do oh, shit on that show. God, it's good to be on this show. <laughs> I enjoy this more than anything in the whole world. Besides fucking playing guitar so so anyway so i okay so anyway so daniel is uh interested and said hey well, you know write some chapters mm-hmm. give me a little bit of uh, mm-hmm. what you think this thing might be so we decided on a couple ideas so i sent him three chapters i write about my uh, uh i write about being on oprah which i think is the sort of the turning point i wrote about post book which is me flipping out on that uh girl on stage in New York. Oh, yeah. But yeah. in those stories, I incorporate also what it's like to do morning television. I mean, they're, these are pretty long chapters. And then I do a chapter about my uh, breakup with Janine so that <laughs> I sort of own that. Uh, I'm also a guy who's been through some horrible shit, and that's why I knew how to write the book. I couldn't write about the talk show because it was so epic. I didn't even know where to begin. So he loves it. I send the chapters around Ronnie, our friend Ronnie Schiller who is uh, always correcting my punctuation. Yes, she she always wants to correct. She, she She's always, a fucking grammar she, Nazi. She always says, your grammar isn't, cr- uh, this is wrong on Twitter. And I always go, yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I just type that out really quick. And she can't, she, it upsets her. Yes, I know. But she's also really good at editing. So I sent her the book and she read it. She liked it and she edited the fuck out of it. And she did a great job. She's like, not every sentence has to start with and. So... <laughs> 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 that also, sounds like a great book. Also, also well, because I write exactly like I talk. So yeah, they're hard, long, horrible, long, long, yeah, yeah, clunky awful. and a lot of, yeah. a lot of, uh, and, uh, and I do a lot of here's the thing. So anyway, <laughs> but that's also you. So here's uh, the thing. Here's the thing. And then we got that from the fucking producer of our, uh, we did. That's we where it from came the producer from. of our talk show. Oh my God. Ray, who I fucking love here's and I thing. still love. I wish he was here. I would, he would actually be a fucking phenomenal guest for this show. He actually would be. We should guest. try and get it. Ray Giuliani. Yeah. Anyway, so. I get quotes from Patton and from Stiller about the book. I send them the chapters, and we go out on a Monday. Uh, he now sends tell people what that means when you go out. So he so he sends it to all of the publishers yes. in New York, and he sends it to everybody. And then there's a Smith a and Wesson. Uh, he sends it to Smith and Wesson. He sends it to General Electric. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the Frito Frito Lay passed right away. Mary Kay Cosmetics. Mary Kay Cosmetics wants a meeting, but they're not sure. So here's what happens. Book goes out, and right off the bat, there's eight uh, rejections. Eight, go fuck yourself. Are you kidding me? However, the did guy getting. Are you kidding me? Uh, there. However, the did the, anybody did anybody shit on it and send it back? Somebody just spent sent like a bag of their own spit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I couldn't. I wanted to put this on. The, <coughs> so, the book. So there's eight rejections. There's two uh, very interested and two sort of maybes. So, uh, but the theme is really good comedic voice, really good writer. We just don't think this story is something we can sell. Then this climate, we're just, it's, we just don't think it's a story that we can sell. Fair enough. A big book company, one of the bigger ones, writes back and says... Dr. Seuss. Now, two or three people wrote back and said, editors, people that passed and people that didn't want to pass, read the Janine chapter and went, I cried when I read this. This chapter made me cry. This chapter made me laugh. Now, and made me did cry. It, did it cry because for good, re- for like they were into the story, or did they cry? I because think just they because had to it's so it. sad to watch somebody write something that's just <laughs> like it's like watching a child do something that's so pathetic. I think also because I don't think I've mentioned this. I wrote that one in crayon, so the rest of them are typed on computer. That one's in crayon. You wrote it in crayon. I, thought, I did. I thought you I did the whole I thing. thought you slit your tongue of the razor blade and then just wrote I words with your. I did with I your did. bloody tongue. I, what I did was I Gene Simmons the. Yeah. Oh yeah. Does that mean you fucked him? I totally fucked him. Uh, okay, so they. Love Bill the, Maher they said lo- the other day on Marin's podcast. Newt Gingrich being the thinking man of the Republican Party is like Gene Simmons being the thinking man in Kiss. (laughs) 
I fucking love that guy. I really fucking love that guy. I really think Bill Maher is fucking funny. I really think he's funny. He also he also had the th- the thing. He also has that quote that I love, which is, uh, "Stop organizing your life around people that don't get the joke." Yes, which is fucking great. So. This, uh, so the so the biggest response we get is from a company that says, "Look, we love this chapter, and what we what we're wondering is, would Greg be interested in writing a different memoir, uh, just a memoir of um, relationships, uh, uh, but not but all of it, like sex, <coughs> his parents, like because I wrote yeah, this. Whole want, thing. They, I wrote this. I wrote they this know whole you thing. as a relationship guy, and they want you to still be the relationship. Well, guy. they well they know me as a relationship guy. They're also like, look, he's got." He sold four and a half million copies of his last book to yeah. mostly to women, blah, blah, blah. That's, you know, as a book company, we think this. But here's the thing. We don't want a self-help book. We just want there, – there, there was a book written last year by a rock writer named Rob Sheffield who's great. He's written two books. One was about the uh, about coming home and finding his wife dead on the floor of an aneurysm, and uh, uh, and it's about a mixtape. That's not. And funny. the other book he wrote is called Talking to Girls About Duran Duran, and it's just about his life, dating, and all that kind of also stuff. Also ends with a body on so the floor. So they're they're like, we want to write a Paul Feigish type memoir that doesn't include the talk show. That's just about your life, but dating and sex and everything from your grandma to threesomes. Don't which put is me what in it's there. called. I don't want to be in it. it you have to be because you were in the threesome. It was just I you. I don't want it, but was, I was staring. No, it and was holding that awkward. It was the awkward you, me, Rob Delaney threesome that we <laughs> learned. Well, let me tell you something. People don't know this, and people follow Rob Delaney on, on on Twitter. That guy, that guy is a pussy like a racehorse. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't know that. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Incredible. What no, is a just pussy a, just like a racehorse? Amazing, big, nonstop pussy. So here's the here's here's where it goes bad. Here's where so I. I say, I read Rob Sheffield's book. I get it. I read it. I go, I could write a book like this. I don't have a problem with that. That's that's fine. You know, whatever. If that's a book that somebody wants to... I mean, I could write it. I wrote the Janine chapter. I liked it. I didn't have a problem with... Yeah, you wrote it. Fine. Yeah, it was fine. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I could write a book about this. Because they wanted... I had included stuff about my dad, about my mom. And so they were like, we just love your stuff about your life. So I say, yeah, it's a great idea. They go, perfect. This what is was the stuff up- that wasn't about your life? They didn't. They weren't that interested in the talk show arc. Uh huh. That's what they're saying. Or they were like, it just, it just. Uh, we yeah. think, we think we could. S- the other this is what they're basically we saying. We think we we what we think is that is that anything that that we don't know, we're scared of. Well, we don't know how to sell it, and our job is to sell books, and that's fair enough. That's you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, whatever. I, I understand how it works. So. They get me on the phone, and this woman is awesome, and she's like, look, I love this idea. She goes, you write about women the way that Chuck Klosterman writes about sports and music. Like, you have your own voice. There's no guy that does this like this, and it would be great for you to do this. So they get me all fucking pumped did up. You tell, did you tell you have a lot of clothes? I, well, I was, what I was, when she wrote me, I was laying in a bed of my sweaters and I was, I was nude and I had a dragon's mask on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I do. Like when I take yeah. a call, when I take a Fridays. conference call. <clears throat> yeah. So they get me all jacked up for this. My agent gets off the phone and goes, dude, this is going to be great. This will be like your first book and then you can write about whatever. You can write about the talk show. You can write about right. all of it. If and that's successful, and, and, then you need other shit. Right. And he goes, and this is a bridge from the self-help world into the memoir world. This is awesome. These people are great. This is a great publishing company. Fantastic. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll probably hear something on Monday, and whenever it was that we talked. I, uh, uh, so then, whenever that was, I think it was Tuesday. He calls back, and I can tell the second he leaves a message, he's like, "Hey, uh, it's uh, it's Dan. Give me a call." Oh, it's so Dan. He, he calls up and he goes, uh, <clears throat> "I don't know what to tell you, man, but uh, they passed." Now we were all wait after that conversation where the woman is yeah. like, "Yeah, they had yeah, to take yeah. it up. They had to take, take it upstairs. One more flight. Yep, yep. I've had flight. this fucking. I've had this exact experience with scripts. So." I'm going to paraphrase what the guy said because I, when he was telling me, it was like uh, it was like all your worst fears come to rest. Oh, perfect. So I'll paraphrase. What he, Th- this he is your agent telling you what the top guy said. Yeah, and he was like, <clears throat> and he was being kind about it, but I was like, mm-hmm. just tell me. I don't fucking care. You know, it's a show I'm business. Big boy. Did you say I'm a big boy? Well, I know, but I had my big boy pants on at <laughs> the like time. It. I wore, and also he could tell I was wearing hard shoes. Yeah, but I like it when you, because uh, a, a lot of times I'll come over your house and knock, I'll knock on the door and you'll open it up and you'll just go, I'm a big boy. <laughs> I'm a and big I think boy. that's really great. It, <laughs> It, the UPS yeah, guy yeah. loves it. Yeah. I'm a big boy. <laughs> Are you my friend? <laughs> I'll get in your van. God damn it. But yeah. So <clears throat> the guy basically said, look, this guy's about me. He's done. He had his moment. It's over. Oh, it was God. a long time ago. <laughs> He's not going to sell more than this. It's just irrelevant. <laughs> oh, my God. That's essentially what he said. <laughs> 
it's all it's like it's 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 you know that thing where it dude it would be like if somebody said to you you're men without hats <laughs> you're hey, men hey, without hats hey aha uh-huh. come here i want to talk to you no right right like there's no out you you're you you are we can dance if we want to and that's all you'll ever be yeah. and that's all you're allowed to be and i'm not interested in you furthering the story i can't see beyond that now what was hard for me is that, like, that's a specter that lives in my head. I believe that everybody thinks that. And then some days I go, dude, that's a straw dog that you made up. You are fucking, you've been angry for four years at a thing that doesn't exist. No one's thinking about you. Nobody gives a shit about what you did. What they want to know is what you're doing now. So just fucking start a podcast, your idea. Oh, be in a band. Sorry, man. <clears throat> but move because forward. Because I think this is the conclusion. But move forward. <laughs> no, this is it. This is the last I episode. Think this is the we, don't, we don't even make it to the hundred. <laughs> And it fucking, dude, it rocked, it fucking, like, I got off the phone and I was like, and Daniel goes, I had a shitty day and had to go home. Like, he was, I, this dude's just like, and I, I don't know if it's the same, he also has Marin and uh, he just fucking likes what he does. He's good at it. And it uh-huh. seems like when he believes in somebody, he believes in him wholeheartedly and it fucking wrecked his day. Because we, we all were like, we did, nobody saw that coming. So... And so that then was I, this a conference call where there other people on the phone? No, it was just him okay, and me calling me back. He was at me calling me back. But I'd done that. I'd that done... have been weird if your manager's on the phone and then you just heard like a click. <laughs> <laughs> David, <laughs> David, David doesn't even fucking know this happened. So anyway, <coughs> so I fucking I literally just went to bed. I just fucking put down the phone. I went what upstairs time and I laid down. It was like two o'clock. I just went and got into. I just went and laid down. Face down. And. uh uh, no, I lay on my back like I'm being put in a grave. <laughs> I put my hands up on my... Like, put my, a, like an cro- Egyptian yeah, tomb yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly. I cross yeah, yeah, my hands yeah. on my chest. and yeah. also, But I also put all my favorite sweaters with me. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> I want to yeah. take them into it's, the afterlife. It's, it's the Baron cocoon. My guitar. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. like so, so anyway, um, and I was fucking devastated. I really was. Because I'm like, look, I haven't even tried to play the book card. And before I did it, I've, I, I like ran. I mean, I, you're the only person I haven't showed the chapters to who I trust. I should just show them to you. But I, I mean, I showed them to Ronnie. I showed them to, uh, to, uh, to my wife. I showed them to my manager. Like I showed them to people who like it. And everybody was like, wow, this is really fucking good. You should continue doing this. I'm like, okay. And I haven't written anything by myself. I've never done, in, you know, with the exception of stand-up, I haven't done anything by myself. So I was feeling pretty good about it. So then I tweeted. You got it. You got a fucking, you got a fucking roundhouse kick to the fucking chest. It was like, really fucking tough. Dude. Like you don't, you... In all of my time in show business, I've never heard anything close to that. Yeah. I've never, that's just like fucking horrifying. It was, it was really like, and you're like, well, I mean, the only thing I can compare it to is that one time when I wasn't on this call, my, uh, my, my managers were on the phone with ICM, uh, who represented me in books and the head of ICM goes, the first book was a fucking joke and a, and a fluke. And the second book is horribly written. <laughs> but you guys are representing me, though, so that's good. <clears throat> I had to fire. I had to fire my 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 agent, my actual agent, who was also on the call, didn't defend me. So then we, my my manager, just called him and fired her, and that was when I lost my agent. Oh, so, wow! Oh my god! Yeah. So, um, because people are so scared about jobs and money and all that kind of stuff. Look. So, so, but here's what I did. So then I was, I slept for like three hours and then I got up and I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. And I tweeted something and then I got a million, like you called me and Patton tweeted back, or called me and got a hold of me and everybody just fucking responded. And so many fucking, uh, <clears throat> cuddlers and just people just were like, every, oh, who, who can I kill? Like, you know. <laughs> And I tried to tweet. We have, we have weird fans. The first, the first thing, the, the, the first thing that happened during the day was that the dog shit on my rug, and I tweeted about that in the morning. Yeah. And then in the afternoon, in the evening, I tweeted, "Oh my god, the dog shit on my rug, and life just shit on my hope, proving that dog is in fact God spelled backwards." And then oh, I wrote, boy. "Start it, fuck." Yeah. Anyway, I was overwhelmed by the fucking response. I was overwhelmed by all the suggestions. I was overwhelmed by how fucking cool and how lucky I am to have this thing. And then I just fucking went into the fucking my office and wrote another chapter like literally like Good. okay well fuck you then i'm gonna write more and i'll figure it out and if i have to self-publish i'll self-publish and somebody else called the other day and there's maybe somebody whatever blah 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 but the point is like but there are, there is that day where i go i don't know if i can outlive the specter of this thing to do something on my like to do something for me no that's but that's what's different okay so here's the deal so <clears throat> the problem with hollywood has always been and any business thing like this right the gatekeepers stop people from becoming something else stop people from turning 
over and turning into another person. Right. Which as a human being, as you fucking age, you become a different person from year to year, from decade to decade. You can become a completely different person. And that should be reflected in your art and whatever else you're presenting to the public. Right. But show business doesn't want that. So now they know you as one thing. You are now something different. Right. You have changed. That was a chapter of your life. You're moving on to the next one. Right. They don't know what to do with that because what they have to then do is tell people that you've changed. And they have no experience with that because what they've always been doing is using people up and spitting them the fuck out and leaving a fucking corpse on the side of the road and then picking up the next hitchhiker and fucking murdering it and raping it and taking everything out of it and then throwing it to the fucking side of the road in a ditch and then picking up the next one yeah, and they true. never have to resurrect the fucking, uh, the fucking hitchhiker that they raped and left for fucking dead. Right. So they don't know how, so they don't know how to do that. Right. But now what's happening is the gates are gone. You can go to Amazon and you can publish, self-publish right. your fucking novel. Right. And I was reading about this author, and I wish I could remember his name because someone tweeted it. And, and he was basically a guy who could never sell any books. And the big publishers would never get behind him. And he's always just spitting out fucking novels and they wouldn't do anything. Right. <clears throat> and now, because of Amazon, he's making six figures a fucking year and he's selling the shit out of his books. Because people have actually found him. Right. I think it's because they're looking for good books and they go in there and they read reviews and they go, oh, that might be a good book instead of a bunch of fucking dickheads telling him what's good. The finding of it is the uh, is the one hard thing. I know that that for a fact that like because of the podcast, uh, you know, the monarchs are selling records now almost daily. We were never selling them. And they just 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 by virtue of, oh, I can find this because where else the fuck? How else would we get it to people? So it's that. And look, I'm I'm totally down with that. It's just that there are days where you go, God, I just want someone to pay me. Just pay me. Yeah. Well, that's the old <laughs> that's fucking my thing model, because I don't know. You know, you don't know if you're going to make something if it's going to make any money. Right. Granted, and it would, and and I and I and I have bills to pay. That's yes. it. You know, and that's and and it, look, fuck. Do not feel sorry for me or my journey. Or no, no, I do. I, just, I will. I, no, no, you. I'm you're supposed keep to. Feeling sorry for you. But I'm just saying, I'm not lamenting as much as I just had a fucking shitty fucking day, and then what I was. Um, Please, you know, blown away by was everybody's fucking concern because we ha- we have something here that is different than I, I don't I don't want to just talk about other podcasts. I just think we have a really fucking unique thing here, where look, there are people who's writing. I'm trying. I'm I'm reading some shit in the Hot Dog Thunderdome, and I'm like, I gotta get this guy public. Like yeah. I'm trying to figure out There's how some really to really get writers in there, right? And I'm trying to figure out how if I publish <clears> for myself, how can I help other people do that? How can we, you know, how can because we have a certain the other thing that they don't understand, and this is what I said to my agent. I'm like, look, I know there's at least half a million girls out there that would buy a book from me right now. Yeah. They would just buy it. I totally agree with that. And 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 I know a lot of them maybe aren't listening to the podcast. But, yes. But there are those girls that are listening to the podcast. We have people that are interested in the things that we're doing, but you can't find them in a demographic. Right. Uh, the walking room demographic is fucking bizarre. Completely just bizarre. No, and unique. Yes. And it's a different type it's of person. It's based that on you a sense find. of humor. It's not based on 18 to 24. No, it isn't. It's, uh, you know, it's No, because not. you can't do that anymore because right. people. That's gone. When people say, when people come say, what kind of people come to your shows? I'm like, good people. Good fucking, fucking good, good weirdos that dress in clown outfits. Fucking, but good. And all ages. Oh, I get yeah. old fucking women and young dudes that can't get into yeah. the club that want to know if, if I they can meet me beforehand so they could come with me as their envoys. Oh. Like, Guys that want to take pictures, like people trying to figure out how to sneak into the club, like it's all over the fucking map. So, so if you're making something right now and you think people don't want it, you you could be fucking wrong, and and you can't ask for permission. Yeah, just can't fucking ask because then my agent's like, look, we can self publish, but his job at at his company is to bring in revenue. Yes, so he would love to sell a book so that we're all selling a book and that we all have know that there's going to be some money as opposed to. I think we could probably do this through Amazon. We've talked about the way uh, the ways of doing that. He's he's totally open to it. He goes, look, that's going to be my. By the way, that is going to become my business. I will be doing only oh, that in about four years. Good. That's all. And that's it's good. Be. He knows that because that's what it. Will yeah, be. and he's you know, he's a good egg. But but uh, uh, so don't fucking. I guess my thing is uh, don't fucking get discouraged. And thank you for your fucking tweets and shit, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. listening 
listening to the Walking Room Radio Network. Fuck, I'm all Griffonis now. I've got. I feel like I just fucking vomited out a bunch yep, of shit. Yep. And now I'm ready to fucking go gold and awesome on your ass. This is the this is the number one half show on iTunes at the Morongo Casino, where <laughs> where I performed. Holy uh, fuck! Uh, and and, uh, and 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 how how many customers represented? How many people were in? How many people came to see you? There had to be a hundred, maybe, or so. That's not I mean, bad for out full. there. Yeah, it was pretty fucking... good. It was pretty good. Right before I go on, they go, hey, 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 by the way, this way, a really drunk guy goes, hey, uh, everyone that ran the club and worked in the club was fucking drunk. And they were like, hey, 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 no Indian jokes. Oh, I was what? like, oh, my, you mean from my Indian oh. show? <laughs> From my insensitive, from my, my from my to- yeah. Hey, listen, I got to talk to you about that. Yeah. You know and by your, the way, by the way, you know your Mohican bit. Uh, by <laughs> Drop the way, it. by the way, all the people that were drunk were not Indians. The of people that course, they no, were, no, they were, they were not. They the were sober. They were, they were, uh, they, they were uh, drunk white people that ran the casino. So Jesus um, Christ, this guy, everyone was drunk. I don't know why, but the guy's like, no, Indian jokes. I was like, what, what who, the who comes out there and does a fucking Indian joke? I guess, but that's maybe who, that's who you know. That's where the casinos are. They're on Indian reservations. So no, get, I get that, but I'm I mean, sure who's dumb enough to go? Really? Oh, I bet a lot of comics are. Think about it. Where comics really? are not fucking smart, dude. There's a lot of dipshits. Probably a lot of fucking morons. I remember in the old days where, um, when you did a casino, you were warned not to make jokes about the mob. When I did, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a lot of like, yeah. no, no mob jokes, no mob jokes. You will be dead because the, the mob dead, is, they'll kill because you. the mob is present. Yeah, they will. kill This you. is their club. They yeah, prefer if you not make fun of them. They don't think it's funny. They don't get yeah. it, and they don't like the Sopranos. No, by the way, no, no, they don't. But they should, because it's a good show. It was a great show. Yeah. It was a great show. Um, Although, I will say that uh, a a New York gangster suddenly finding himself in Norway is not a good show. Now, I was told by a very, very drunk Joey Santiago of the Pixies, who I ran into one Wait night. a minute. Hang on. This was the best. Dude. I fucking love Joey Santiago. What was that band he was in after that I fucking The Martinis. Love? The Martinis. Yes. I was like the only guy in the world who was obsessed yeah. with them. The, the, the Martinis were uh, him fucking and his, love the Martinis. It was him and his wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he, uh, <clears throat> so we, uh, after uh, the last Starfish Circus, I went to the Laurel Tavern with the guys in the band and uh, Joey Santiago standing outside. He's a guitar player in the Pixies and he is fucking 95 sheets, dude. He's love just, it. He's literally. Why not? Uh, hi, man. Yeah. What's up? So he sits down at our table and he just stares at us and his fucking eyes are spinning and he goes... Did you kiss he him? He goes like this. I would have kissed him. Uh, well, I know him. Yeah, but... No, I just finger his taint. <laughs> well, that's... tickle it. That's Gwen Stefani stuff. Now I have. Uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, he goes like this. He goes, Lillyhammer. What? And I go... Everybody goes, what? He goes, Lillyhammer. Hammer. <laughs> Lily fucking hammer. So nobody knows what he's talking about. That, I mean, that's where they had the Olympics, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. So I say, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, the fucking Stevie Van Zandt's Lily Hammer. I watched one today. I'm gonna go home and watch the rest of them. <laughs> so that's all I know about Lily Hammer is that it's the. That's actually the best review I've heard of it so far. <laughs> well, a very drunk Joey Santiago the Pixie signs off on it. I just watched last night, uh, and I posted it this morning because it was fucking awesome, but I got a text from uh, Morello saying, watch, don't don't fucking not miss uh, Fallon. But he was on with Springsteen doing a new song, uh, and it was fucking oh, awesome. Morello? Yeah, it was Morello and Springsteen. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't and give a flying fuck about Springsteen. So I'm not a big Springsteen fan either, We're but West it, Coast. it sounded West like... West Coast people don't give a shit. It was awesome, though. It sounded a lot <clears throat> like a uh, Dropkick Murphy song. It was oh, really that's interesting. Really good. Really, yeah. really good. Um, and Tom does some guitar stuff at the beginning. Anyway, but I was explaining to them at the Morongo... I was trying to explain corn dogging. To a lot oh, of people. oh no no no! You can't went, do that on stage. I, I want to explain like a, why a man. You're digging a hole for yourself. Why? And here's the thing, though. And I asked them, and, and I I've still not gotten. I've never gotten the definitive answer on why. Why would you go corn dogging? <laughs> if you knew you had friends, did you really ask that on stage? I did. And what did all the people do? Please do jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop referencing a thing. Only six people here know. Eight. I think there were eight cuddlers out there. Um, by the way, go buy tickets to the for Starfish our Circus March 10th. It's gonna be the last Starfish Circus for a long time. Uh, so March 10th, yep, 
in in Brooklyn. Uh, we could ha- we could use some more tickets sold. Uh, Todd Berry's going to be there. And Todd Berry, Nikki Glaser, Rhett Miller is going to be there, and also uh, Karen Kilgariff. It's going to be a fucking festival. Yeah, it's a crazy show. It's going to be good. Dave and I actually aren't on it, so I think that bo- <laughs> I think that bodes well for the program. The reigning monarchs will play, but I've uh, I've been replaced by Rhett Miller. Uh, and also the night before, if you are, are way too into it, uh, we are playing at the Grand Victory, the uh, Reigning Monarchs, the Selectrics. And I'll be uh, doing a stand-up either at Caroline's or Gotham. Fucking, you go to New York, go uh, be in New York. And <clears throat> look, not to be caustic about the Starface Circuses, but the, the podcasts, the live podcasts seem to be what people are excited about. And Dave and I are going to try and do as many of those as possible. Obviously, we have one in Seattle on uh, the... Uh, Second yep. of May, and uh, uh, and then obviously we're going to be in Australia. I might do a little stand up up front in that one. We'll figure. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. Uh, so, so for the Seattle one, Seattle one, we have Dwayne Goad, who is a local Seattle guy, yep. who is a fucking peach of a, a gentleman. I like you know when you go on the road and rarely do you meet a guy. You're like that's just a fucking good dude. Yep. And I remember Dwayne from like yep. maybe ten years ago or something. And the we swing, uh, we sing your tweets <clears throat> guys are going to be there uh, with us. And yeah. uh, I was nominated for a sweetie this year. I did not win. Oh, you were nominated? Yeah, I didn't get nominated. My, my tweet was uh, my tweet was a man with a piss jar is a man with a plan. A man with a bag of gluten-free pretzels is pathetic. I am both. Jesus, that's a lot of that's words. A lot of tweets. Did you, that's one hundred forty characters. Buck 40. That's a buck forty. Buck forty. Yeah, I had to pull some punctuation. I'm out. surprised, but they were... sang it with. They're so fucking good. Those guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. But the follow. one that one was a guy who's, I can't remember, literally, it was like, there's no I in team or pussy or, like, <laughs> I had all these stupid other words where there was no I. And then he's like, I is just a fucking buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're, wig in the sink, dude. You explain gotta... <laughs> wigs in the sink. You gotta explain wig in the sink. You saw the picture? I didn't, I, I, I just saw the tweet. And then I put up a picture. Like, and there were people that were like, literally, like, dude, how can? Because I, I well, think first people what were I like, saw was, I, I, okay, I saw so someone. I put, I, I, saw I put up a. Yeah, I, I followed a, it backwards. I saw someone's okay. tweet to you were like, it, it was like, dude, are you going to be okay? And then I was like, oh fuck, what happened? No, no. So I, I tweeted, <laughs> my mother-in-law's wig is in the sink. <laughs> You know, please kill me or something like that. Why don't those guys sing that? We should, but, we should, we should bring our favorite tweets and have them sing. Say, would you mind? This is one that you guys didn't pick, but would you please tweet? Why is my mother's wig in the sink? <laughs> so, so I tweeted that, and everyone's like, ha ha, and they're like, all these comments back and forth, and then, and then I put up the photo of the wig floating in the sink, soaking. <laughs> And then all these comments are like, fuck, dude, you were serious. Like, no one thought it was real. Oh, my God. And then they're like, what the fuck is happening in your house? I have my fucking mother-in-law living on my couch, and she wears a wig. (laughs) And so she fucking, every once in a while, cleanses the dirty wig. I don't know what fucking happens. What what, what wig is is it? Does she do the three or four different wigs through a haircut thing, or does she just wear the one and have the same size hair all the time? I think it's the one. So they didn't sell her up. She didn't get sold up. No, I don't she think she went to. I don't on, think she went to wig shop and got sold. She didn't up. get no. sold up on haircuts. She didn't go. She didn't get no, the upsell. No, no, they didn't no. do it. She's, she's the kind of lady. She's the kind of lady that would go to Costco and buy, buy wigs the wig in there. bulk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she. Can you do that? Oh, they, they have to. Oh, fuck a bag <laughs> full of wigs. <laughs> I want a bag of wigs. <laughs> God damn it! <clears throat> right. So there's a wig in the sink, and I just I went out. I grabbed my can. I grabbed my phone and went out, and I hear my wife going, "Oh no." And then I come back with a picture of it, and she goes, oh, you did, did you? She goes, can you upload straight to Twitter? And I go, yeah. She goes, fuck. <laughs> it, now, what, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming she's cleaning it? Yeah, I think what so. What do you do, you soak a wig? I think you soak it. I mean, wouldn't you think that you would, like, wash it, like, with its, I don't know, can you, can you use shampoo? Like, I don't do you know. just use dish, does she not do you have just ha- use dish soap? Does she not have hair? No, she has hair. That's the weird thing. She, But she wears a wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandma went that. You get older, your hair gets thinner. But right, right, right. My grandma went that route towards the end. My grandma lived to be ninety nine, and hers was just. We have lots of pictures where she literally just put it on like a hat. (laughs) (laughs) Just put it on like a hat, just sideways, upside down, and she had hair. But she and she she had a lot of hair. But she she went with. I think it's just easier. We're like, you don't got to get it colored. You don't have to worry about. Just put a hair hat on and you you go outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna start putting one on my chest. So I I kick fucking came home that I'm I started riding my bike to work and I and I r- ride back and so I'm up on the sidewalk and I look in the window from the sidewalk into our apartment. I look in and I have a fucking exercise bike uh that n- now just stores her shit on it and the wig is just hanging on the fucking <laughs> handlebars and I'm like 
stop. What in the fuck is happening? It's, you know when you know when when people come to town and they live their lives on you and you don't like so a couple weekends ago now I, I've been very open oh, about my I have news by the way. Oh, tell me. March tenth, not just the Starfish Circus. Day, oh my God! Right, the date that she leaves, she found an apartment. Right. By the way, if you—that's amazing. That's yeah. an amazing day. And by the way, if you if you didn't uh, know this already, that is the one hundred. No. No, no. The, that, no, that's 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 our uh, April April nineteenth or twentieth at at meltdown. April twentieth is April twentieth is the hundredth. Yeah. Paul Gilmartin, Patton Oswalt, Brian Posehn, um, uh, and. Uh, uh, Oh shit! Who else do we? Jonah ask? fucking Ray. Jonah Ray, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jonah. Goddamn Jonah Ray. God, we never fine. had that many people. He's fucking great, and uh, this will definitely sell out. So, yeah. um, do we got to do the same as last time? We make a list, right? Yeah, I yeah. I might want to brown bag it, but we'll talk about that. Okay, after we'll talk about episode. that. Episode. But uh, yeah, we might just sell tickets online. We'll, we we'll make sure this out. week you know how to, to get uh, to get yeah. there to get on the list and all that. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I know people are flying out. Went, and we're not going to charge for that. I'm just going to put it up as two episodes. I think on online it'll be a bonus hundredth. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we should just that give one. it to him. Just give it to him. That's fine. Because we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing the one in May, and we're gonna be doing a live one in, in, in Australia. Australia. Yeah, April second. Tickets are on sale at the Melbourne Comedy Festival now. Also, so. yeah. Uh, what What was I? Oh, oh, so past. So whatever. So she found a fucking apartment. So she's out. She's out of the. Right. Uh, right. I. Uh, I. I. I like I said before, I am very uh, I've been a very open of my love for my in-laws. I they are the e- easiest people uh, for the most part to get along. You with. like the hot tub with them? It's you know hot tub, bathtub. It doesn't matter. Let's just sit around naked. It doesn't doesn't have to involve water. As far as I'm concerned, if we can you know, do it, there's a, nothing more. We can do there's, it all, there's nothing all that bonds room hang. you more to your in-laws than just sitting around naked for a soak. I I again I, sometimes I, I get in the kitchen sink with my mother-in-law. <laughs> And we just fucking hang it. Now we have the dual sink, you know. The the like, there's two halves. Yeah, you to just it. drop your bottoms. So in. I'll just I'll just sit on one side, yeah. and she'll sit on the other, and we'll just talk about books and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her I'm writing one. So uh, so uh, um, so everyone was in town uh, last weekend. Uh, my whole family was here, and uh, uh, Amira's aunt and uh, her cousin and uh, my uh, mother and father-in-law were all here. Now, the one thing that that uh, that uh, her family does do uh, is eat. They love to eat, and they mm-hmm. eat uh, large meals with lots of food. But they also like to talk Healthy. about their food while they're doing it. And they also Healthy. like. What do you mean? What do you mean they talk they about like their food? Offer, they like to like what's like what's a situation that happens when they are they like oh how about these tomatoes? Yeah, you, you know, they, I once yeah, saw a tomato. Bill in, will in, literally Ohio. Bill one time I was having a one time I, I was having a, a, some beans. And my father-in-law huh? brought me a picture of beans in a book just to show, just to show me. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. He just walked over and said, "Hey, how about these?" <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, hey, say, uh, son, I, I noticed that you enjoy beans. And yeah. uh, now the only member, kind the, of only, bean. the only member of the family, by the way, that what did you say to the, to the bean listen, picture? I didn't know what to say. I, it was the it was the weekend I'd asked Mary, Amira to marry me, so I was like, oh, "That's awesome, Bill. Hey, Is good bean. Are you going to show me pictures of all of my shit that I'm eating?" <laughs> I mean, he was just like, how about that there? But he was so funny about it. He's such an odd... That's he, awesome. He has odd moments like that where I'm like, yeah. I'm not even sure what that was, what that transaction was supposed to be. Yeah. However, he's not an asshole in any no, way, no, so it's No, no, he's bonding fine. over beans. A lot Loves of people it. do that. But they also like to tell you how to eat. Hey, 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 buddy. They're, they're kind. Hey, check out this corn. <laughs> hey, come here. Yeah. You, are you eating corn? <laughs> yeah. I got a photo of corn in my wallet. <laughs> I've got... Hey, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slip off my shoe right now. I'm not going to look, but you just glance down, and you're going to see a, a pretty nice picture of a zucchini. <laughs> also, by the way, that is corn. That's a corn on my foot. So that's oh, a different God. kind of corn. That's a different corn. Uh, different corn. <clears throat> but they, when Amir was when, when Amir was growing up, her, her father made her eat in a circle. So you had to take um, a, a bite of one thing. Like, like you would have a bite of your corn, then you would have a bite of your meat, then you would have a bite of your bread, and he would make the meat in a so circle. So he wanted her to have like a full, uh, uh, like eat all of the, uh, you know, he the wanted, pyramid. You eat it all, and you, you eat, eat it all in, a in, in an order. Yeah, you, and you, you eat it in a circle. Order. Yeah, yeah. They they like That's to uh, they like to, they like to make what, a lot of food. They she... like to offer you a lot of food and they like to ask you if you're eating your food and they want you to eat your food and they cannot and and what and, what if what if she had gone like I'm gonna double up on my biscuit bite right now I'm gonna do two biscuit bites <laughs> don't, I don't and I'm gonna go over to the I meat. don't know how it went what if she went across the plate to the meat so beat down did she have to go in the freezer weeks ago, did she have to go in the walk-in 
I think I I know this. I know that they're a family that really would love it if you ended up with an eating disorder because they <laughs> talked so much about food. You ate so much food. There was so much food around. They so love food. There's a lot of families fucking, that love food. It's crazy. Are so they Italian? Li- literally, we're planning we're planning lunch she, as we finish breakfast. You're so not, you're not even talking to me anymore. I can't even. Are they Italian? They are Italian. Yeah, yeah I think it's a big thing. Yeah, Italians yeah. and food. I think it's a big. And but also I think there's some Swedish. I think there's just eating. There's okay. Just eat, they're just right. and they're and they're and they're um there's some Midwest happening there. They are good at food. They're good at making. Well, it's it. very common. But they Europeans also, are like the meal is a different thing. But there's it's like also a big stuff event. from their cookbook that clearly is from the fifties. You know, when okay. something has like a lemon slice on the top of it, or a gel, or yeah, like a sure. pineapple, like you can tell. There's aspics and there's like cheese sauces and there's like. Do they a do lot they of, do the like the the? It all looks like a the it, fruit it, salad. It looks it's like just it all. Uh, I, all whipped cream do yeah, they do that one they'll, they'll do stuff like that, that one, I want to punch that they're, one that one fucking they, upsets they, me there's always there's always some kind of a yam like there's always yep like, it's all from the sunset cookbook and then they talk about the yam hey let me tell you about yams Greg and then the story you want to see a picture of yam so they also but the other thing is is uh, they're um, when you're a grandparent yep you get you, you get to not be a parent you, you sh- to, that's how you should approach it you get I to, wish my mother-in-law would approach it that way, because then I wouldn't have woken up this morning to a naked two two and a half year old in the hallway going, "Maybe well, let me play with the sink." Just fucking, you get to do what he let him do what he wants. But, I I take charge of shit. That's how I wake up on the road. <laughs> <laughs> So you're in the hallway of the hotel saying Mimi won't let me play with the sink. Exactly right. And I'm naked. And people get upset, but they don't understand. You keep getting arrested. I have some problems. Anyway, point being... A couple months ago, we realized that we were we were t- we kept telling Mighty and True to eat. We're like, well, well I will like, say that every time I come over, you guys are pretty rigid with the meal. Like the meals are happening at a certain time, and Amira's got the disease like that her parents really, have. It's like a, there's it's meal, a, yes, and and they're and she's always trying time. to get me to eat. I, it's always trying to get people to eat. I'm like, yeah. fucking stop telling people to eat. So I, I told Amira, I took her aside. I go, look, we put the kids' food down on the table. They either eat it or they don't. If they pass out at school, fucking then learn their lesson. We got to stop asking them to eat. Now, we're gonna when create... you said that, were you? Squeezing her arm really tight and looking <laughs> yeah. at her eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I had her. I had her pushed up against the fridge. <laughs> and so, she and her response was what? Her response was, "Yeah, I get it. I go. We're going to create eating disorder. Look, look. Let's just. You can look at the looks on their faces. I went through this as a kid too. I was a picky eater. It took me a long time to come yeah, to terms with certain eater. foods. And being told what to make, like making a panic out of food doesn't matter. The human body needs what it needs, and if it wants it, it'll go oh, get they'll it. They'll eat. They'll eat. Yeah. So Amir goes absolutely. So when my mother-in-law and father-in-law come into town and Mighty and True are eating and it's like, Mighty, eat your thing. And then try this. And I'm like, he won't like that, Bill. Just just let her have what he wants. But she wants to try. I go, Bill, like that. So I was nice about it a couple times. And oh, then boy. the third time it happened, it was a breakfast. And they were trying to get True to eat something for breakfast that she didn't want to eat. And I fucking went, nobody talks about food anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole family got quiet. The whole, the, your yeah. brother-in-law's there. Yeah, the whole. I realized this is my castle, and I oh, fucking boy. And, and I'm gonna fucking spit yeah. some gold and awesome. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it! Woo-hoo. And that was it. I was like, Did anyone say anything? No, everyone just went back to eating. And was and did anyone say anything for the rest of the meal? Was it just quiet? I don't think anyone said anything to me since then. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, everybody went back. They got it. I just was like. Just leave them alone. Just stop. Just like let's let's stop the fucking madness now. Let's stop the cycle of eating in circles. And yeah. people have to eat food they don't want. She doesn't want to fucking eat it. Yeah. I don't want her to cry. I don't yeah. want her to start off her day shitty having food in her mouth she doesn't want. I don't know why she doesn't like it, but she doesn't. And Mighty likes food and True doesn't, but Mighty eats like she has an eternity and True fucking like leave them the fuck alone. Let's try to not fucking create Vomiting in the bathroom at his teens yep. or hoarding. Those are the two things that happen. Look, my sister and I have awful food things because my mom would fucking go apoplectic about not eating. You and still then keep hamburgers to... under the bed. But they're warm because <laughs> no, no, I love no. it. It's just weird. I love it. But it was weird. But it was also nice to go, oh, yeah, this is my castle. I actually am. Uh-huh. The, I am the law of the land here. I mean, not... I mean, it would have been better if you flipped the table over, but, you know. I mean, I should have made it more dramatic, but point. don't you ever feel like that? Like you, like you forget some days, some days, and I'm sure you forget like this, especially when there's older people in the house. This is your fucking ship, oh, bro. Oh no, I I know that. I walk around with a katana. <laughs> what is that? It's a Japanese sword. <laughs> in my house, I'm I'm. Is that what you do? I'm packing a katana oh, at all times. You fucking and lay all, that shit. And all I have to do here's all I have to do. 
my mother-in-law will say something and I will just slowly turn and look at her and just put my hand on the katana handle. Right. And I will look at her yeah. for a good 30 seconds. Yeah. No one will say anything. My point's been made and I just walk away. See, I, I never mean, even have to unsheath the motherfucker see, because people know, like I beheaded one cat once. Like I was like, let me show you, like, <laughs> let me show you where I'm at. Right. Because my, my mother was, hey, I'm, I want to make pasta for dinner. I was like, I don't really want pasta. I'm going to have like a salad and a steak. And she said, no, I'm going to make pasta. And I said, you hold that thought. And the cat walked in. I unsheathed the katana. I just cut it, the cat's head off. And then I looked at her and I said, do you still want to make pasta? And she said, no, let's have a salad. <laughs> It's just, here's the thing. You know what? I, my, uh, I remember I had a guy, uh, when I was in college, I was in a play, and the director, who was a really nice guy, just fucking flipped at one point. And, and he, cause he, because he was such a good guy that when he flipped out, everybody just was, like jumped right into place. And he mm. took me aside and he goes, every once in a while, you pull back the sheet and you show him the arsenal. That's all. Yeah. You just let him know. Uh -huh. Hey, look, I can use these. I'm not gonna, but yeah. I got them. Yeah. So... But see, the thing is, like, I love your sheath idea. And I felt the same way about my cock. And it turns out no, that when I show my family oh. my balls, oh, they don't no. they don't react well, the same all, it's way. It's illegal. It's illegal. I shouldn't take my you balls. You show your out. wife yeah, your yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah. But all I the time. like I'll drop my sack. No. Like, no, it's a bad idea. Illegal. It's wrong, right? Illegal. It's not the way you I'm, do it. And I will also say I'm, I'm very unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel unprofessional. It does. It does. So, but there's a weird thing with the uh, the older generation the grandparents of our kids they just have weird ways to eat like they just think that you should like we're with uh, with Finn we're like if he if, like because we talk to the doctor and the doctor's like look kids will just fucking binge for a meal and then they might not eat dinner and it's fine because if they're hungry they'll eat so you don't have to force them to eat because they know their bodies they know if they're not hungry right so you don't make them eat but she'll be like sitting there going. We were at the table one night, and and he's not eating like his vegetables or something. And she goes, Finn, I want you to eat, eat your. We call them little trees. It's just how we. That's how we talk about broccoli in our house, right? Because we want him to grow up and be a weirdo. And so we say, eat your little trees. And he goes, he goes don't don't want to. And she goes, will you just eat one little tree? Right. And my right. wife looks at her and goes, no. That that's we're it. not gonna do that. That's that's and then it was right. just so awkward saying. and weird from then on out. But the rest of the meal was just like weird. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's that thing of like, no, we're not. That's she's exactly fucking right. That's what I was saying to them. Look, look it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. work. It just makes it uncomfortable. The person has a bad time. They put the food in their mouth and they feel shitty. They cry. Now everyone's bummed. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Did you ever have to sit at the table because you wouldn't eat something? Were you? Did your family ever do that? I specifically yes. remember, like, there was shit that I fucking hated. Brussels sprouts can kiss my ass. Yeah. They fucking taste like they came out of a fucking goat's asshole. They're just, it's like they put little tiny cabbage inside up. of a goat they're, and they shot through. They're, they're, they're fucking gnarly. They're bullshit. Maybe you could spice, maybe Gordon Ramsay could figure out a way for me to enjoy a Brussels sprout. I could maybe a Top Chef could, but as far as right now, they are little pieces of cancer. They can go fuck themselves. But the thing that's so interesting too is that like when people hang on to myths, like you're gonna need this for energy at school. It's like if they, yeah. it's like they'd be like putting more gasoline in your car. Look, they're, if they're if they if they don't need it, they don't need it. They don't need their it. body knows what to tell. But them. occasionally there are things in the diet like like True actually looks gaunt or or peak it if she doesn't eat enough protein and she doesn't like meat. So we have to make sure that yeah. she's eating protein. There are days where we're like, look, I know this isn't your jam, but you gotta do like this peanut butter or some tofu, something you gotta eat some protein. Or you could or you could just you could give her a little raw piece of meat mm -hmm. and you say you're gonna you're gonna fucking eat this mm -hmm. and maybe that will show you how good a nice cooked pork chop is and next time you'll appreciate that pork chop a little bit more. Yeah. Why don't we put this in your mouth and then fondue your head? How would you like that? I'm dip you in some boiling oil. That's great. Jesus Christ. So so when I was a kid, I would have to sit at the table for hours. Right. And I remember I and so I I'm a fucking strong willed motherfucker. So I would just be like, really? fine, I'm gonna I'm gonna that. fucking sit here and stare at your goddamn fish and I'm not gonna eat it. <laughs> Sometimes I would put it in my milk. Sometimes I'd drink yeah, my milk yep. and then put the rest in my yep. milk and then they'd be like, okay, you're excused. Yeah. But I sat there sometimes till midnight. Yep. And then they'd be like, okay, go to bed. And I'd be like, well, guess who just fucking won? Right. Uh, I woke up to it for breakfast once. But then it, that went away. Wait, what? Well, I, I got up and that was my breakfast. No. And I can't remember whether it was. Holy I, fuck. I think it was this thing. I think it was this thing called Welsh Rarebit, which was like a wine oh. cheese. Well, who's giving? Well, that's that's first yeah. of all, that's English, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well you don't want to do that to English, a child, right? But also, <laughs> hey, hey, mom, 
Hey, mom. Welch Rabbit. Hey, mom. Maybe the wine cheese isn't going over that good with the fucking. Why don't you just have the wine, let daddy have the cheese, and let's not mix it all up. So there was something like that. But then also, then that went away. My, I think my, my mom, when my mom, that, that, that kind of thing that I think my, I think that particular, like it, it, but my mom would get very upset when I wouldn't try things. And she would talk about how I would go out, I would be going out to restaurants as an adult and being embarrassed and not being able to eat at people's yeah. houses and all that kind of stuff. And there's elements of that that are true. where you are like, yeah, I'm the guy that is picky, but then also, I would only eat hamburgers. In it for but a then I also, time. I always wonder about this. Why do you care what I eat? Like when someone at a dinner table is like, well, aren't you trying? Well, this is awesome. Hey. You enjoy it. You wouldn't know what my enjoyment of that would be anyway. I can't get, I can't get, Finn will not, I mean, hummus to me, like I, I would like to bathe in it. Like hummus is just fucking awesome. But yeah. that little motherfucker won't even try hummus. Whatever. Whatever. He's eating, eating other shit. He's eating other shit. Also, people like it's to fucking, fucking come around to things on their own. They yes. like to have that fucking victory. Of, you yeah. know what I tried and I liked? Awesome. We like that too. Yeah. You know, who gives a shit? And I'm hoping he does that with human flesh. Okay, I, so... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Starfish Circus. Starfish Circus. This weekend. This weekend, New March York. 10th. Yep. At the... At the Bell House. Uh, Bell House in Brooklyn. Uh, Todd Berry, Nikki Glaser, Sam Zavian. I hope yeah. that's right. Uh, Karen Kilgariff, the reigning monarchs. The reigning monarchs. And, uh, Rhett Miller. Yeah. That's a fucking... That's a That's a ridiculously show. good show. There Bring should a be, friend. Yeah. The tickets yeah, aren't even that expensive. Like, no. They, you... We did get a thing from the Bell House saying, here's how many tickets you sold. What else are you guys going to do? Are you going to do anything about it? What else are you guys going to do to sell tickets? Uh, Uh, Try and be. (laughs) May uh, 2nd. Yes. At the Chop Suey. Yeah. In Seattle. It's going to be, we're going to have Dwayne Goad there. And uh, and then, of course, we're going to... uh, we're going to the Melbourne, Melbourne Comedy Clown Festival. The neck down tickets are on sale now. Uh, that that is my uh, one one person program. The uh, podcast then, uh, tickets are now on sale. Also, and then, uh, and then on the fourth, we are doing a show with Will and Charlie. We don't know Tofa. what it is. We don't yeah. know what the fuck it is. But according to Will, at the last thing we did, it's going to be cool things for cool people. <laughs> That's his thing that he said. And he stoned out of his mind. Cool things for cool people. And then April twentieth, yeah, uh, is our hundredth anniversary show with Patton Oswalt, Brian Posehn. Jonah Ray, yeah, and that's it. That's that's enough. no. We get we have one more. We have one more person. Brian Posehn, Brian Posehn, Pat Oswalt, Jonah Ray. Ray, and Paul fucking Gilmartin, and Paul Gilmartin. He's the he's the fucking. I can't wait to have him back on the show. Um, again. So that's gonna be. We're really looking forward to that one. Uh, we'll figure out tickets very soon. Uh, is there anything else? No, you, you guys buy, can go buy, buy, t- a t-shirt, buy t-shirts. Buy t-shirts. Yeah, you go look. to our Shopify store, the Walking Room Shopify. We have two live pod cuddles on there. Uh, one with uh, Jen Kirkman and Brandon Walsh. And then the newest one with Patton Oswalt and, and Dave Holmes. the greatest Holmes. story ever told. The greatest story ever told. And also, the other thing is, um, um, uh, we are, Dave and I are seriously considering a house tour. We're trying to figure out how to do it. We're trying to put the pieces of that together. Um, as so, uh, and we got we to gotta raise some money to probably go do that to make it happen. But the idea would be to go cross country and do podcasts in people's homes and maybe do one live show, something like that. We're trying to figure it out now. It would probably be sometime at this point. We'll have to be in the fall. I think it would be nice if we'd travel in the most inclement and um, foreboding weather possible. Um, so, uh, just look out for that. Hot Dog Thunderdome, get in there. Uh, post something. I know, look, it's not perfect, nothing is, but Facebook's about to go to shit. So, <laughs> fucking. I told uh, you all. So, I so, you. so, look, gather where you can. Hit us up on Twitter at Rip Like Jesus uh, and Dave Anthony. We're so bad at this. I listen to Marin's show fucking right up top. He, he fucking pump. He is I don't good. like it up top. I don't like him up no, top. No, I get it up top, but he, I know, but he's fucking selling tickets and he's, and people buy his shit. Yeah, but people who doesn't listen to our show all the way through, I mean, oh, God, those you are don't, yeah. you're a maniac. Yeah, right. Glitter done? Glitter done! Jesus Christ. How long was that? Why well, fucking turn around? You said glitter done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glitter done!